welcome to the Super Happy Radio Coming to you live via podcast from the Magnetic 375 Theater in the River Arts District in the most beautiful city in the Southeast, Asheville, North Carolina. I am Adam Arthur, your God Emperor King for tonight, and welcome to the stage our super happy players, Troy Burnett, Jeff Catanese, Sarah Felmet, Carrie Kimbrell Kimsey, Rodney Smith, and Jill Summers. We now return to the world of action and adventure that is the Pick Your Own Path series of stories. This week, Pick Your Own Path, Troy goes to get something to eat. Brought to you by your fine friends at Skoda's Extermination Services. Skoda's now specializing in unwanted in-law removal. Remember, they can't complain about you if you no longer exist. Call Skoda's Extermination Services today. Meet Troy. Sup? He seems like a nondescript, regular Joe, with little ambition and few charms. Which really describes me to a T, if you think about it. <laughs> However, beneath this mild manner, formless mass of failed ambition, huh? beats the heart of man addicted to adventure. If by adventure you mean driving while texting, then yes, that is me. <laughs> So committed to the thrill of the chase, Troy sometimes forgets the essential things in life. I do get a bit confused if I don't get my sleep. That's right. He does get confused, which is why he needs help from our listeners to make the right decisions. Nope, nope, nope. Not true at all. I do not need any help making decisions. Of course you do. No, 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 no. I don't. We went through this the last time, and there's no way I'm letting you or this psycho-listening audience make one goddamn decision for me, so thank you. Psycho-audience? Whatever do you mean? What do I mean? I mean, thanks to you and the mentally unbalanced fans, the last time I left the house, I fell off the mountain, got kicked in the balls, and lost my dignity due to people helping me make decisions. But Troy, you do need help in life. Oh, oh, I do? Yes, without help, you would forget to do the most basic things in life. Fine, fine, fine. I'll humor you. W what sort of help? Well, for example, how long has it been since you last ate? Well, now that you mention it, uh, it, it, it has been a while. So you feel a bit peckish? I'm a husky guy. I could always eat. Perhaps hungry? Definitely, definitely. I, I need to fill up the belly, yes. Almost starving. Oh, oh God, I, I, oh, I do need food. Can you feel your blood pressure dropping? Oh God, I'm getting, I'm getting a little weak and, and my hands, they are starting to shake a little bit. What about that headache you always get whenever you forget to eat? Oh, it's, ow, it's coming in. Well, Troy, you need to decide what to go eat. Can you decide? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then what do you want to eat, Troy? Um. What was that? Um. Come on, Troy, make a decision. Um. On this street alone, there's a burger joint. Um. Yeah. Barbecue. Oh, that's Asian buffet. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's even 
gas station beef jerky. Yeah, yeah, it, it all sounds delicious. It's all delicious. It's hard, isn't it? Making a decision. <laughs> yes, yes. Aww, it you, is. You can't do it, can you? No. No, I can't. Would you like some help? <laughs> yes. Well, listeners, let's see what choices Troy has. Just down the street, there's a vegan cafe. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, Troy. While across the street stands the blandest of all chains, Applebee's. Ooh, I do love Applebee's. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't get enough of those delightful riblets. Mm. Well, listeners, by applause, does Troy eat a healthy meal at the vegan cafe? Or does he gorge himself on the rejected meats that is Applebee's? Yeah. He goes to Applebee's. Yeah, all right. They know me at Applebee's. They let me order the riblets by the bucketful. So bad for your body. <laughs> That's what my doctor said about huffing glue, but I still turned out small right. Troy heads off to the Applebee's. All right, let's get it on. First, he has to cross the street. Um, yeah, that, 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 that traffic's looking a little thick there. <laughs> it's, Traffic was thick and fast. <laughs> Maybe I should just wait, go down to the traffic right to cross over, you know? But the next traffic light was so far away. Oh, no. Troy decided to cross right here. Oh, fuck it. No time like the present. <laughs> Troy could barely contain his excitement about his bucket of riblets. So much so, he wanted to cross as quickly as possible. Yep, just as soon as the traffic clears up just a wee little bit. To save time, he considered not looking both ways before crossing the street. Wait, 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 wait what now? That, 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 seems, that seems a little silly. Of course I'd look both ways before crossing. <laughs> Listeners, oh. by applause, does Troy look both ways before crossing the street? <sighs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, come on, you'd have to be a moron not to! Or does he plow straight across, giving danger no heed? Oh, come on! Troy plows across oblivion into danger. Uh, nope, not gonna do it. Suddenly, a voice calls from afar. Uh, Troy, Troy, is that you, old man? It's Troy's annoying friend, Adam. Oh. <laughs> Fuck that noise, I'm out of here. Troy plows headlong into traffic. It doesn't go well. Will Troy survive crossing the highway? Find out in part two of Pick Your Own Path. Troy goes to get something to eat. Brought to you by the questionable menu at your neighborhood Applebee's. Applebee's, because there's no room in life for dignity. Now watch your step. What are we doing out here? You'll see. Have a seat. Look up there. What is it? Oh. 
Look at the stars. Oh, my. Are you cold? A little. Well, let me warm you up. <laughs> Where's your folks? Oh, they went into town to see my sister's recital. When are they getting home? Not for like an hour or so. So we're all alone? Yes, ma'am. Well, except for Uncle Jerry, but he's done gone to sleep, so we're all alone. Whatever shall we do? I'm sure we can figure something out. Uh, what's happening, kids? Oh, Uncle Jerry. You scared us. Yeah, I imagine I did. Enjoying the night air? Yeah. I guess so. Invigorating. The crisp air, the stars, takes me back to a time when things was simpler. Life was easier to digest, as it were. <laughs> you mean back in the Stone Age? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Junior, you have your father's sense of humor, non-existent. Huh? Exactly. Sure is risky for you two to be out here all alone. What do you mean? All sorts of nasty beasties live in the night. Snakes, bears, coyotes, and the worst of them all, painters. What's a painter? Why, it's a mountain lion. Shoot, there ain't no mountain lions left. It is so. They's all sneaky-like so they don't get seen much. But I assure you, they are still here. Don't you listen to him. He's just trying to scare us. That's so? You didn't hear about the painter that's been spotted down in Chun's Cove? Folks down there, they call him Fang. Six foot long, 150 pounds, nothing but muscle, teeth, and claws. I'd seen him but once, and that was enough for me. He's a killer if ever there was one. You know what happened down to the Fergusons? No. Well, it was about this time last year it was. On a clear night with no moon, a young deer had become lost in the forest. The yearling was out past his usual hour, and so he had to make his way by night. Unfortunately, his youth and inexperience led him right in the direction of Fang's territory. And Fang was hungry. Well, as the deer, well, let's call him Bambi, walked through the woods, he had no idea that death was near. With a flash, Fang had leapt. Teeth bared, claws extended to slay his prey. Oh, no. But Bambi, with a dancer's grace, dodged the attack at the last moment, causing Fang to crash into a packed earth of the forest floor. Without a moment's hesitation, Bambi tore off through the underbrush as fast as his legs could carry. At least he got away. Well, for the moment, yet she was not safe, you see, for the chase was on. In an instant, that nasty painter had picked itself up and plunged off after its intended meal. Little Bambi was fast, but Fang was faster, closing the gap in record time. Bambi again was just an instant from death. The only thing keeping Bambi alive was its cunning moves. Bambi proved to be a difficult meal to catch, but all that running was starting to take its toll. Deer are quick but they can tire rapidly. The adrenaline helped maintain Bambi's stamina, but his legs ached like fire. His lungs gasped for air. His vision blurred and his mind began to cloud. W was, was he killed? It certainly seemed like he would be. Just at that moment, he 
burst from the underbrush under the fields over by the Ferguson's place, just up the road. With a sudden open space, Bambit turned on the gas and bolted toward the barn, where he saw a fence. Perhaps if he could clear that, he could find a place to hide. So with a mighty leap, Bambit cleared the hurdle and ran around to the back of the barn. That was a big mistake. The fence on the backside was twice as high, blocking him in. He turned to go out the way he came, but it was too late. Fang had arrived there and there was no place to hide. Fang ate little Bambi, didn't he? If the story ended there, sure, you'd certainly think so. But no, Fang didn't eat little Bambi. For at that moment, Sally Mae Ferguson and her boyfriend Jimmy made their way onto the back porch just a scant 100 feet away. Sally Mae's mommy and daddy had gone into town. Her daddy had consented to having Jimmy over since they had studies to engage in. Namely, a report on Central European economic factors leading to World War II. And study they did. Till Jimmy suggested they take a break and get some fresh air. Sally Mae said they should plow on, but Jimmy was insistent, and he had just the cutest smile. Just for a minute, he said, I'll be good. Sally Mae knew he wouldn't be good, but then again, she didn't want him to be good. She wanted him to be bad. It's true. She had said they should plow on, but what she really wanted was for Jimmy to plow her. <laughs> she wanted him to go all the way. And so what was cuddling then led to kissing, followed by groping her sweet adolescent little breasts and ending with some fornication. Lustful, naked fornication. Their adolescent passions combined with their physical secretions resulting in, well, a scent. A musky, earthy, pungent scent that wafted across the property behind the barn to the nostrils of Fang. With one sniff, Fang forgot all about little Bambi for he had smelled something far sweeter. He backed off Bambi's position, leapt over the fence, and ran towards the main house in the front porch, where Sally Mae and her boyfriend Jimmy were squicking and squawking away, ignorant of the approaching doom. The last thing Sally Mae felt was absolute but very sinful joy before she heard the growl of the evil beast Fang. Were they killed? Oh my, yes. <laughs> it took several hours and hurt terribly while they moaned low guttural moans through their barely hanging on throats, watching each other in a pool of each other's blood. But in the end, yes, they both died. If they had but stayed at their studies or been reading the Bible, none of this may have happened. As it were, they chose a different path. And uh, w what about Bambi? Oh, sweet 
chaste virginal Bambi made it home that night for supper. Well, I'm going inside now. <clears throat> Good night, you two. You think all that was true? No, no, he, he's fooling with us. Come closer. Okay. Yeah, on second thought, let's go inside. Good idea. <laughs> In a world where Bojangles' famous chicken and biscuits reign supreme, a new threat appears on the horizon. Mr. Bow President, the joint bows of staff have detected a new threat. Oh my god. <laughs> this is serious. Bow serious. Bow is it? The bow terrorists have developed a bow of mass destruction. You don't bow. Oh, I do bow. They built a bowberry bomb. Jesus, bowing Christ. Bow alert the media. We're taking the bow level to bow level five. Where's the bow lady? She needs to be bow safe. She's on air bow one, headed to a secure vocation. <laughs> Adam, I, I think we should just stop. The sketch. <laughs> Just being kind of honest. <laughs> What's wrong? Kind of having second thoughts about the sketch. <laughs> but it's funny, right? You know, we haven't even gotten to G.I. Bow. You know, a real American bow. G.I. Bow is there. I mean, plus, remember we talked about all the biscuits we can eat? Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I was just really high when I said that I could probably get us all the bow biscuits we could eat and kind of just forgot all about that. So, yeah, yeah. No free biscuits? Nope. No free biscuits. No. Now I'm bow sad. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry, buddy, but really, look, look. I could see about getting us maybe a contract with the Hot Dog King or something like Shut that. Shut your bow mouth! <laughs> I'm going backstage and I'm going to drink some sweet, sweet bow iced tea. All right. Uh, sorry, folks. Uh, I, I think this would be a good place for us to stop and have a word from our actual sponsor. Um, Carrie, um, Sarah. Sorry, folks. And now a word from our sponsor, Boward Community College. Boward Community College, helping adults find new careers since 1978. Open enrollment now available in the following. Archery, macroeconomics, dairy goat fighting, <laughs> basket weaving, forced lactation, psychological torture, regular torture, sailing, anal sex for couples, Anal sex for singles. <laughs> Introduction to cannibalism. Glass blowing. Devising poison. Castration. Treason. Sedition. Murder for sport. Murder for hire. Regicide. Incest. Bromances of the ages. David Hasselhoff, a detailed history and air conditioning repair. Evening classes available as well as online. Please note, Intro to Cannibalism is a hands-on experience. 
Start your new future today. Once again, we travel to the land of excitement, danger, and above average expectations. It's time for part two of this month's thrilling tale. It's time for Pick Your Own Path. Troy goes to get something to eat. Brought to you by your fine friends at Bilbo's Grade B Meats and Produce. When you just don't want to spend the money on your family, come to Bilbo's, where everything's second rate. When we last left Troy, he just barely survived crossing a busy street filled with traffic. Uh, uh, almost killed. That's more, yeah. At several points in his terrifying journey, Troy came this close to being crushed by various tractor trailers. They, they actually swerved to hit me. His survival seemed uncertain. Death. I, I saw the physical embodiment of death. But survive he did. He made it to the other side, healthy and hale, but with soiled underwear. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you could have just said I made it across. <laughs> yeah, I could have, but I didn't. Yeah, all right. yeah, of course, whatever. Look, 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 I'm starving, so let me just order some food. Me wants some riblets. <laughs> Troy sits at a table and is approached by a waiter. Howdy do, sir. Welcome to Applebee's. Uh, howdy do yourself. <laughs> Good to see you. My name's Chet, and I'm going to be your apple buddy today. We've rolled out some delicious new foods that are as healthy as they are tasty. First up, a quinoa salad. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hold it right there, my good man. <laughs> apple buddy. Uh, what? What? You're, you're supposed to call me apple buddy. Why the fuck would I ever do that? It's, uh, it's, it's what the suits want us to be called. You, you mean they want you to be called an apple buddy? Yeah, that would be great. God, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know, but please. What if I don't? Then, then I get written up. What for? For not indoctrinating you into the Applebee's lifestyle. <laughs> All right, all right, fine, whatever. Look, apple buddy, <laughs> I just want to get a bucket of riblets, extra sauce, two mac and cheese, and a twice-baked potato. But don't you want to hear about our healthy alternatives? No, no, not at all. I don't want to <laughs> Nope, just bring me my riblets. All right, but before I do, would you like to see a nutritional breakdown including ingredients, fat, calories, and cholesterol for the meal you ordered? Nope, nope, nope. Must assuredly do not want to see that. <laughs> all right. It's your choice. Of course, it is. It is my choice. The weird thing for you to say, of course, I don't understand why you're... Well, listeners, oh. <laughs> does Troy read the nutritional information, or does he dive into his riblets as ignorant as he could be? I, I, I certainly don't need any help with this. <laughs> By applause. Does oh. he read the nutritional information? Or does he simply dive in? There we go. He reads the information. Oh. God. Just fine. Give me the stupid list. It's not going to change anything in my mind. I'll tell you that. Troy reads over the list. All right, let's see here. All right. Uh, oh. Wow. That's just, oh, oh my. Oh. Oh. Troy learns some disturbing oh. things. Mm. 
it's not that bad. <laughs> he discovered his meal was full of fat. Oh, but, 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 but fat means flavor, really. I mean... Excessive salt. Well, of course. Salty food makes beer taste better. <laughs> Duh. But what really shocked Troy, though, was when he read what the riblets were made of. Oh, okay. Let's see here. The riblets are made from... Oh, my fucking God! Oh, well, the, the truth is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I've been scarred forever. How could you even feed this to people? I mean... Yeah, well, it is pretty scary, so what will you have? I go ahead and go with the bucket of riblets. Yeah, I kind of uh, thought so. Yeah, I'll just go, I'll go with that. Even after you learn the truth about what they're made from? You do you. Don't worry about me, my man. <laughs> so, yeah. Soon, Troy was elbow deep in low-grade meats. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so happy. Oh, they're so delicious. When oh. his best friend and adventure buddy Adam oh. walked up to the table. What now? What? Troy, my old friend, how nice it is to see you again. Yeah, great. Hi, Adam. Would you mind if I sat down? I suppose not, based on your frown. No, I guess it's fine. Go ahead and just have a seat there. Oh! Talking to you is always so neat. At that moment, Troy's apple buddy brought Adam his food. Oh, having a bite to eat will surely lift my mood. Here you go, sir. One prawn sandwich coming up. Today seems to be filled with such good luck. Troy noticed something peculiar about Adam's speech patterns. Mm, Adam, mm, may I ask you a question real quick? But of course, all is open during this session. Right. Uh, so it's just, I can't help but notice that, that you're making a lot of rhymes. And so what? Is that considered to be a crime? No, it's, it's not. It's just really fucking annoying. <laughs> so what's going on? Oh, just a moment. Let me eat this prawn. <laughs> oh, God. This is cooked just right. Say, Troy, would you care to take a bite? I would care for you to stop this rhyming shit. Oh, come on. Just take a little bit. No, stop it, Adam. I won't take a bite. I'm allergic to shellfish. Well, that's a risk you should take for such a delicious dish. Shut up. I'm not going to eat something that may kill me. Damn it. Now everyone's looking at us because you made me raise my voice. I'm not forcing you to eat this, Troy. After all, it's your choice. <laughs> Oh, exactly. And you'll real remember that. Now, the fuck is going on with the way you're speaking? What are you waiting for? It's not my turn to take the floor. Whose is it? <laughs> the narrator? Oh, my God. So, listeners, what does Troy do? Eat the delicious but deadly sandwich? No, or no, not? Seriously. I will die if I eat this sandwich. I'm just being honest here, all right? By applause, does he eat it? Really? 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 Or does he not? All right. What? What? He eats it. I swear to God, I hate all of you so very, 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 very much. Troy reaches for the sandwich. I will be avenged. <laughs> Listeners, let us encourage Troy to dive in. With me now, eat it. 
Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Will Troy get sick? Will Troy die? Will he ever find the cause of Adam's annoying speaking habits? Find out in part three of Pick Your Own Path. Troy goes to get something to read. Brought to you by your fine friends at Joe's Mortuary and Butcher Shop. Yes, we make our own sausage. I'm feeling pretty good. Dude, I am flying so high, I'm in orbit. <laughs> so, you like the dabs? Oh, yeah. Feeling spacey? As soon as I figure out what species I am, I'll tell you. <laughs> Having some short-term memory issues, huh? Who am I again? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is that... That I am fucked up! up. <laughs> That's great, man, because, well, it's time. Time for what? Time to play. Time to play what? It's time to play America's favorite game show, Answer Correctly or Die! What, what's going on? Answer Correctly or Die is the only game show where contestants put their lives on the line to win cash and prizes. Are those stage lights? Brought to you by your friends at Super Happy Spirits and Wines. Super Happy Liquors, the liquor that says, good enough. How did all, how did all these people get into your basement? Now, now Chuck, are you familiar with how to play the game? Uh, those are cameras, aren't they? Ladies, tell them how to play the game. You will be asked a series of questions. Get them all right and you'll win $50,000! Wow, that's a lot of money. That's right, $50,000 in Apple Bucks. Redeemable at your favorite neighborhood Applebee's. Oh. To win, you must answer correctly or else. Or else what? Girls, open up the hole. Is that a trap door? That's right. It's a trap door leading to an underground chamber filled with magma. Magma? Miss one question and into the magma you go. This isn't real, is it? Okay, first question. Which popular actor and comedian spoke Spanish as his first language and holds Mexican citizenship to this day? 10 seconds. Um, uh, I, I think I know this. Uh, is it Louis C.K.? That is correct! It was Louis C.K. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, the judges have rejected your answer. What? Why? I'm afraid you failed to answer in the form of a question. Into the magma you go. No, magma, you didn't say. Magma, oh magma. my God, I so wasted my life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? This isn't Jeopardy. Bet you feel stupid now, don't you? I feel sick. <laughs> you should have seen the look on your face. <laughs> okay, next question. America's first space shuttle, the Enterprise, originally had what name? Ten seconds. Huh? Nine seconds. Uh, uh, do I look like a Trekkie to you? Five seconds. You got me high on purpose. Yes, I did. Two seconds. Is this even allowed in the Constitution? 
correct. The first space shuttle's original name was Constitution. This is torture. Not according to the Republican Party. Next question. Prostate cancer, a leading killer of men, can be prevented by what simple exercise? Ten seconds. I have no idea, man. Eight seconds. I don't even work out. Five seconds. For Christ's sakes, the only exercise I get is jerking off. You are correct. <laughs> Masturbating four to five times a week can help prevent prostate cancer. Well, at least I'm not going to get prostate cancer. <laughs> You've managed to avoid the magma chamber so far, but things will only get more difficult from here. Do you remember that I dated your sister? The one you cheated on with my wife? Is that what this is about? Final question. <laughs> Name the worst thing that happened this past year. What? 10 seconds. It, the, that question is so vague. Eight seconds. Think. Think. Five seconds. Oh, I hate you so much. Time's up. Your answer. You fuck it. This question is stupid. I refuse to answer. Why, Randy? How do you answer something as vague as what's the worst thing to happen? I mean, how does one pinpoint the one thing that's terrible when everything is fucking terrible? That's it. That's my answer. Everything. Everything is the fucking worst. The election, North Korea, the new version of Full House, the fact that Michael Bay is still allowed to make movies, that racist asshole in Arizona getting pardoned, everything. So your answer is? Everything, everything is the fucking worst. Correct, everything is the fucking worst. You win. So so I won now. I can go, right? No, Randy, you can't leave. You're the returning champion. <laughs> Folks, come back next week to see Randy defend his title on Answer it's Correctly, correctly or, or Die. die. She told me to come and get you. She did? Yeah, she did. She's waiting outside in my windowless van waiting for the two of us to come see her. <laughs> really? Yeah, you can totally trust me. <laughs> if you're so trustworthy, you must know the stranger password. Oh, yeah, of course I do. It's, um, uh, cupcake. 
Princess um, Unicorn. <laughs> Wrong. Stranger danger, stranger danger, stranger danger. No, 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 no. Keep quiet, keep quiet. What exactly are you doing with my daughter? Oh, I'm so Random. sorry, ma'am. Uh, there must be a mistake. Uh, oh, oh, my God, it, 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 it's you. <laughs> yes, Chester, it's me. I, I go by Chet now. You do? Is it because of the nickname you got? Hey, hey now, hey now, hush, hush, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 uh, not here in the in the soda shop. Yeah. You should be ashamed. After all I did to hide that evidence. Uh, look, look, look at Mr. A Mrs. Applebaum. You you know what you did for me. I paid you good money for your services. It's just that. It's uh, just that what. I told you I could fix your problems, but I also told you what would you happen if you didn't follow instructions. Uh, I'm not afraid of you. My father's an important man. Your father is the only reason you still have breath in your lungs. Believe you me, if I so choose, I will rain death and destruction upon your entire family, <laughs> the likes of which you have not been seen since the destruction of Hiroshima. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if I hear of anything like this again. Oh, you won't. You won't. I promise. <laughs> Quiet. Leave. <laughs> and now we get back to Granny Sally time. Here's your ice cream. Yummy. Was that a friend of yours, Granny? No, not at all. <laughs> Just someone I helped out once. You're so helpful, Granny. I know. Oh, Granny, Ricky and I got this new game. How do you play? Well, first you have to find a puppy, and then you... Yeah, hold that thought. Hold that thought. For just a second, I, I see someone I must talk to. Uh, Duckworth? Duckworth, over here. Hi, Mrs. Applebaum. You're late. I, I was at my folks' house. Dad's been sick. I don't give a fuck about your dad. Granny! I'm sorry, dearie. Please don't tell your mom and dad. <laughs> I won't. Super secret swear? Okay. I, I super, super secret swear to never tell super secrets to stupid snitches because stupid snitches are stupid bitches. Well, that was weird. What's, what's weird, young man, is that, that you're two days late with your money? Hand it over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got it right here. Here, here you go. There you go. Duckworth. Uh, I don't know. This feels a little light. No, no way. It's all there. You just, you just count it. I don't have to count it. I know how much money weighs. I also know how much product I advanced you and what it was worth. Yeah, yeah, but, 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 don't but, 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 you but, 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 but me, young man? But, 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 Not now, sweetie. Granny's working. Okay. You give me my money or else... Or else what? Or else your father's illness will be cured. <laughs> really? By death. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I should have known that's what you were probably going to say. Uh, you're usually in with death when you tell me or else. You have now till sundown. Now leave. Um, um, the, the actual sundown or like dusk? I mean, that's a really vague term of time. You know, I'm trying my patience now. Leave, you pitiful excuse for a man. <laughs> I'm not pitiful. <laughs> Get. Granny? Yes. 
Why is it whenever we go to get ice cream, lots of adults start crying? Because they're, they're disappointments in life. Am I going to be a disappointment? Oh, no. Not at all. You're my favorite, and as long as you keep up all of my secrets, you'll be fine. <gasps> what are you doing here? Getting ice cream? He's speaking to me, dearie. Hello, Fernando. Do not hello me, you despicable pile of human shit. Language, please. There are children present. Oh, right. Uh, sorry. I told you that if you came to my part of town, that I would uh, uh, <laughs> hug your neck hmm. until nappy times become permanent. <laughs> You have a lot of nerve to show your face in this part of town. I may show my face anywhere I damn well please. I still remember what you did to my cousin. Your cousin? How is Ortega? How easy? How easy? A shell of what he once was, thanks to you. Well, that's what happens when a man loses his balls. <laughs> How is he adjusting to being a eunuch? Well, honestly, he's a lot calmer. Less, <laughs> less prone to wandering off from the house. But that does not excuse what you did to him. Oh, come, come. Surely you must admit that he tried to double-cross me and my organization. Organization? Ha! <laughs> you are nothing more than a butcher of men and defiler of women. Mean? Oh, I'll need to demonstrate it for you to fully understand. Oh, how about on Fernando? Excellent idea. <laughs> Quiet! I have waited a long time for this. Prepare yourself, for the next thing you will see is El Diablo welcoming you to the inferno! That's a really big knife, Granny. Sadly, yes. Uh, don't you fear, though, I have this under control. <laughs> you have nothing under control. I have the knife, and you are sitting there waiting to die. Sitting, yes. W w would you allow me to stand and face my demise? I suppose so. Uh, the way things have gone in your day, I see no potential harm in this scenario. No, it's not easy getting up at my age, but... Oh, 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 there. Now, are you ready to die? <laughs> Why are you laughing, old woman? Because I'm about to do this. dearie. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was amazing. Sorry you had to see that, dearie. Granny, did you just kick him in the head three times until his neck broke? Yes. Wow! Ever since I got this new hip, my karate skills have returned tenfold. How did you do that? <laughs> Unlike your father, <laughs> I'm quite the badass. <laughs> That's because Dad's a pussy. <laughs> Language, dear, but that's correct. Now, we're not going to say anything 
talking about this to mom or dad, right? No, ma'am. Why won't we tell? Because snitches get stitches. That's right. Snitches do get stitches. Now finish your ice cream. You're the best granny ever. And now, the thrilling conclusion of a very exciting and not at all mediocre edition of Pick Your Own Path, Troy goes to get something to eat! Our tale picks up just moments after Adam saved Troy's life by injecting him with his handy-dandy EpiPen, saving Troy from a horrible death from anaphylactic shock. Let us join them now while Troy showers Adam with praise. Adam, are you a fucking moron? Do you even know how a goddamn hippie pen works? Calm down, old man. Don't go berserk. Shut up. For future reference, you don't stick an epi pen in a person's thigh. Get it? The thigh. Forgive me, Troy. I was working on the fly. I get that. But what made you think to stick this stupid thing in my neck? Do you, do you know how much that hurts? I cannot talk to you while you're being so curt. All right, and look, 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 let's just stop it with the fucking rhymes, all right? Why you act if it was such a... Stop it, stop, stop, stop right there. I know what you were going to say. You were going to say crime, or you are going to say time, or you are going to say get slimed, or I don't know, whatever. Look, look, I'll slap you across the face. Just tell me what is making you rhyme. A curse. All right. A curse? A terrible curse from out of time. Ow! Hey, look, I gave you warning. This has definitely not been a good morning. Yo! Look, you better watch it. Well, shit! Ow! Look, I warned you. There's nothing I can do. Wait, Troy, put down your hand. I promise you it's not under my command. Fine, fine, fine. I won't hit you again. That's why I love you. You're such a good friend. (laughs) But she said the slapping would end. Sorry, sorry. I just got carried away. It's just that even more than usual, you're pretty annoying. Perhaps, but at least I'm not boring. Why, you? Please, boo! Wait. Did you just call me? Boo? What, what, What does that mean? It's a term of endearment, often used by teens. Oh my God, I I so need new friends. Look, look, how exactly did you receive this curse? I was at the theater, starting to rehearse. So, based on what you say, I would guess that you're some sort of, your copy of the script had some sort of enchantment that's making you speak in such a stupid, stupid way. Well, of course, more stupid than normal. You've hit it! It is indeed paranormal! Yeah, yeah, this, this one's pretty easy, uh... Just be quiet for a second. I shall not disturb you whilst on your mental trek. Ow. Sorry. Sorry about that. Troy, through all his travels, had become an expert on the lore of curses, and he knew just the thing. Yeah, I do. Uh, Adam, are you prepared? Of course. I am quite squared. (sighs) Before you go on, I need a second without you talking. Here, Here, uh... Put this duct tape over your mouth. There you go. Put it on nice and tight. There. Can you speak? 
Uh, I can still hear you. Let's put on another piece there. Really affix it to your face. Let me rub it in there, deep into your beard. Now, now, now can you speak? Good, good, good. Oh, God, that's so much better. So much better. Sweat began to glisten on Adam's brow as the tension in the room became almost unbearable. Hey there, uh, Mr. Narrator person. Uh, you're playing this up pretty big. Uh, Mrs. and what? <laughs> My bad. Yeah, um, Adam's only problem is he speaks in a stupid way. I, I mean, he kind of always has, but, but it's more stupid than before. I still don't get it. Well, it's not like he's got a pig aids or something. But I'm trying to build tension. Tension? You want tension? I got the tension. Adam, are you ready? Okay. Take off the tape. Adam begins to gently pull at the duct tape, securely affixed to his face and beard. No, 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 no. That's not how you pull out the tape. You really, you really got to rip that. No, you... No, you want help. Here, let me give you some help. Okay, let me take this corner. This may sting a bit. Ah! In one of the most painful things I have witnessed as a narrator, Troy manages to remove the tape from Adam's mouth. Troy expresses sympathy for his pained comrade. <laughs> Look at you! <laughs> Adam begins to give thanks. Ooh, hold up there. We still need to remove the curse. Are you ready? Adam, would you like an orange? Masterful knowledge of the English language's unrhymable word. Whoa, 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 whatever, whatever. I just got really stoned and watched Blue's Clues, so. <laughs> whatever. Stabs the curse in its proverbial heart. The pain. Oh, the pain. <laughs> Troy looks on with sympathy. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, hurting so. <laughs> And then silence. So, Adam, are you well? I, I think I am. I think I'm swell. Oh, my God, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> wait, 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 w
who sold insurance for a living. <laughs> Boom, you're cured. Just in time, too, for I have an adventure for us to take. Nope, nope, fuck that. No more adventures. I'm going home. But... No, 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 no buts. I'm not going on a goddamn adventure. Surely you want to... Stop it, Adam. No way. Besides, it's getting late, and I want these people to be able to go home and watch the season finale of Game of Thrones. Yeah, they've got 12 minutes. <laughs> There's so, fucking something called HBO Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. You, you don't have to if you don't want to, but um, it is your choice. Oh, God <laughs> damn it! No! What will Troy choose? You won't find out now because it is indeed almost time for Game of Thrones, but you will find out in the next few months as we return to Pick Your Own Path, the Alien Masters of Mars, brought to you by Sam's Discount Tire Store Lunch Buffet. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're back here on the stage next month with more comedy and excitement, and the Super Happy Radio Hour is always paired with the Super Happy Trivia Challenge, which will be hosted by Troy, no, not Troy, but by Rodney Smith right over there. And otherwise, here is our cast tonight. Adam Arthur, myself, that is Troy Burnett, Jeff Katney, Sarah Feldman, Carrie, Carrie Kimball Kimsey, Rodney Smith, Jill Summers. I'm your host, Adam Arthur. Sound designed by Rodney Smith. Board operators, Alex Smith and Thomas McDermott. Sound engineered by Steve Jinks. All sketches written by me and Troy. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or search Super Happy Radio Hour on your favorite podcast app. If you like what you saw tonight, please spread the Super Happy Vibe. Go out on the interwebs and tell everyone and follow us on social media. Hashtag audience review. Thank you all for coming tonight. God bless and go go. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you.